Students, happy Monday. You're listening to Answers to Gospel Questions with me, Brother Lawson, and Brother Wing. Brother Wing, it's good to see you after this long and glorious weekend. How you doing? Yeah. Why was it so glorious? Well, my daughter got home off her mission. That was pretty glorious. She's been in the Philippines, and it's been uh, pretty funny to, to, like, she's like, oh my gosh, I forgot we have hot water here. And so we went, I went, we went for a walk yesterday and it was like 40 degrees and she's like she's just freezing all the time so that's nice that's good i was trying to remember about when i got home off my mission some of you return missionaries who listen to this podcast can probably relate you probably all have great stories about weirdness of life when you got when you got home but i'm sure she'll get used to it so i didn't soon enough the world will overcome her it took me like six months to feel normal really yeah (laughs) what was the first movie you watched when you got home from your mission oh um or should we not say it was it was a harrison ford movie and you know i actually remember this because we were watching it and it was a little intense and my sister who's you know big sister always looking out for me and she's kind of sitting there and she goes kind of like seeing that maybe this was affecting me. And she said, you know, mom, she goes, mom, don't you think this is a little bit intense for Eric? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'd been off my mission for like 48 hours or so. Exactly. And my mom goes, this is a great line for my mom. She said, this isn't intense. This is action. (laughs) She was loving the movie. So anyway, beautiful. Well, students, uh, this week, and we're going to be studying a bunch of different questions that will be answered with the book of Haggai and Zechariah. You're like, what? Are those even scriptures? Yes, they are scriptures. And and there's some great, there's some great truths taught in Haggai and Zechariah that are going to help with some questions, with some serious gospel questions. I think one question that that many uh YSAs have is and that lots not just YSAs, but lots of people have is hey, what should I be doing right now um, in my life? And sometimes a question like that can almost be paralyzing to the point where you you have that, you think about that question so much that you end up not doing anything. Well, this time in the book of the book of Haggai, like the Babylonian reign is now over. Like the Jews were carried off by the Babylonians. The 70 years have passed. And now King Cyrus, who's the king of the Persians, he's now let the Jews go back to Jerusalem and rebuild the temple. Now there's a few people that are pretty excited about going back and building the the temple. And so they go, but the majority of the children of Israel, they're kind of like, well, we kind of are living here now. And I've got, we've got jobs, we've got houses, we got places to, you know, we're, do we really need to go back to Jerusalem? I mean, they've been in captivity 70 years. Why would they be, why, why wouldn't they go back to Jerusalem? And so Haggai, it's kind of like this cheerleader prophet that's like encouraging the children of Israel. Hey, let's get back to Jerusalem. So what can we learn just in the few first few verses uh, that could help us understand like what we should be doing or how to go about when we have that question, what should I be doing in my life? What should I, what should be important to me? What, what can we learn from Haggai? Yeah. So the people think of it, the people are in this state of change uh, also kind of opportunity. They can return and rebuild and refocus and 
There's a lot ahead in their future. They've had to, they've had some difficulties in their past. They're in kind of an in-between situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, does it, am I describing a YSA's yep. life right here? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so this is kind of that situation where uh, what are they going to do with, take their current situation, what are they going to do about their future? And um, they might need to establish some priorities mm-hmm. and they probably have lots of excuses as to why they're not going to do things. And you can imagine their situation, you know, having to move, having to rebuild uh, the, the stress and the insecurity of all of that <clears throat> would weigh upon them. And they even say in verse two, um, well, that they say that the Lord points out that the people say the time is not come the time that the Lord's house should be built. And yet here comes the prophet to say um, in verse four, is it time for you, O ye, to dwell in your sealed houses or your well-built houses and this house, the temple, lie waste? And so he's kind of like pointing out the priority of the temple and that that would be something to focus on during these times, especially during these times of transition and insecurity and and difficulty like center on the temple and let that be a priority. That's where we're kind of get this message right away out of the book of Haggai. So what, what difference brother wing, what difference do you think that would make if they focused on the temple during this time of unsurety, if they, if they made the temple, the one sure thing in their life, how would that do you think affect the rest of their life? Yeah, that's a great question for everybody to ponder on and think about in this case with, with Haggai, you can see that this is going to revitalize them spiritually. They're going to have something to then gather to. And as they reestablish their life, that reestablishment will be built on Christ. So think of like Helaman chapter five, verse 12, right. you know, that we can build a life on Christ and we, we won't be moved. We'll be in a secure place then. And so they've now they've just been through the experience of being in captivity, being separated and really suffering over decades of time. And now to avoid that, let's learn from that mistake and rebuild on Christ. So they definitely want to do that first. Yes. And so part of that suffering at the Babylonians was maybe not even overt suffering where they could see, you know, the exact, the exact influence Babylon was having on them. And so I love that Haggai says to them, he says, hey, consider your ways. Well, what does that mean, consider my ways? Well, it's been 70 years. It's been longer than that, really, because remember, they were they were kind of wicked leading up to the when Babylon came in. So it's been a while since they have, uh, as a group, really been striving to to live the the commandments and to and to be spiritual. Uh, so Haggai's just tell, asking them this question, hey, consider your ways. And then he says something really interesting in verse six. He says, you have sown much or you've planted a lot of seeds and bring in little. You eat, but you have not enough. You drink, but you're not filled with drink. You clothe you, but there's none warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put into a bag with holes. So he's like, you're not really moving the ball along. Nothing's happening really for you right now. You have got to overcome this uh this lackadaisical, there's a $5 word for you, uh, this lackadaisical attitude that you have right now where you're not really progressing. You've got to overcome the situation that you're in, the circumstances that have, that you've been in for decades, like you said, for maybe even a century. 
So President Nelson said in the last conference, uh, he gave a talk called Overcoming the World. And listen to this line. I mean, he's a Haggai-like guy. He says this, what does it mean to overcome the world? Or in other words, overcome Babylon, the influence that Babylon has had on you. It means overcoming the temptation to care more about the things of this world than the things of God. It means trusting the doctrine of Christ more than trusting the philosophies of men. It means delighting in truth, denouncing deception, and becoming humble followers of Christ. It means choosing to refrain from anything that drives the spirit away. It means being willing to give away our favorite sins. So I can see President, I can see Haggai saying something similar to uh, to the ch children of Israel here saying, all right, we've been in Babylon for a long time. It's now time to get Babylon out of us, and we're going to do that by by rebuilding the temple and that's going to be the center of our lives we're going to we're going to live righteously we're going to um and it's all going to begin here with covenants in the temple yeah you remember that statement in the new testament that paul makes about the people are ever learning but never able able to come to a knowledge of truth mm -hmm. i you know, when you when you use that verse six of haggai chapter one where they're earning wages but put it in bags with holes yeah um it's like they're ever busy but not accomplishing anything or they're like ever trick-or-treating with a with a bag with a hole in it right right <laughs> i've done yeah. that before so they need to kind of um recognize this and that with a focus on the temple and covenants and the savior they're going to be able to find progress and the the actual things that they're looking for so they need this encouragement from prophets like haggai and chapter two verses four through four and five, he says, be strong, be strong, be strong. He kind of repeats it mm -hmm. uh, in there and, and repeats that the Lord will be with them, uh, which is something that the Lord makes through the prophet in chapter one, verse 13 also. And then verse five, he says, according to the word that I covenant with you, when ye came out of Egypt, so my spirit remaineth among you, fear ye not. So by focusing on the temple, this is a way to invite the Lord into our efforts and into our actions and therefore be productive and effective and move us forward in our joy. Yeah, absolutely. Students, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Answers the Gospel Questions and share this podcast with somebody. Uh, bless their lives, hopefully, or at least let them submit them to the same misery you've been submitted to when listening to this. Um, but also... Check the show notes because I'm going to put a link in there for uh, where you can sign up for an institute class. You can sign up to meet in person or there's online classes, but we'd love for you to sign up for a class. They're ending for the semester right now, but they'll start back up in January. But you can go ahead and sign up, register for one of those classes. It'd be great to have you uh, in class. All right, students. Until next time, we love your guts. Stay righteous. Stay righteous.